G'day and welcome to another episode of Perth Property Insider. I'm your host, Jared Mann, and today I'm going into some of the reasons you should consider selling a property in 2023 if you've ever thought about it in recent years. We're predominantly in a seller's market. It makes sense, especially when you weigh up opportunity cost, your different stage of life, and what your goals are, or it may not. So let's go inside. Welcome to Perth Property Insider, where you will learn how to grow your wealth and improve your life using Perth property. Our show is brought to you by Investors Edge Real Estate, the highly rated and award-winning property management specialist servicing the whole of Perth. Now, here is your host, Jared Mann. When was the last time you got an appraisal on your Perth property? You may be surprised to know that a typical house I am appraising each week is around 30% higher than its low point around three years ago. And even with this recovery that we've had, there's still plenty of potential further upside ahead because the average annual growth rate over the last 10 years for most suburbs, and I'm talking, you know, 400 to 700,000, which is the majority of the properties that we tend to manage and look after here. Most suburbs over the last 10 years have done around 3% average annual growth rate. And so when you consider the long term over 30 years, they're still well below their long-term averages of 5 to 6%. So relatively undervalued and more potential upside ahead. But if you did buy around that low point two, three years ago, you'll be sitting on a pretty decent increase in your property. If you've held it longer than that, you should be well and truly ahead on prices that you've paid previously. So that's starting to give people more options to weigh up selling if they've wanted to get out. Now, a lot of our clients are speaking to me at the moment because they've been hanging on to their properties for years, just waiting for the right time to sell and get enough so that they can move on. And when we look at history and what has happened in the other capital cities when they've had their growth periods, it's also usually the time that a lot of investors decide to take advantage of the seller's market that we're in at the moment. And someone in a typical suburb in Melbourne, for instance, they'd be, you know, and Sydney, they'd both be wishing that they'd taken their chance to sell when they could because they're probably down 8 to 10% in most cases this year compared to wherever they were at in their highs. And this is just the average suburbs I'm talking about. So timing is really important and it's very hard to pick the top of the market. There'd be plenty of people over there that are looking to sell that didn't pick it successfully. And what happens? Well, things move in cycles and it's really hard to for us to know when we're at our top as well. So despite the negative media headlines that just seem to be filling up everywhere at the moment about how much the declines are and the woes of the other capitals on the East Coast, we're really likely to have a solid year ahead of growth for Perth. And if you're investing for the long term and you have time on your side, you shouldn't actually care too much like how much growth we do get over the next year. If you own the right property, the rents are going to definitely continue to increase strongly this year. I expect probably at least another 10% increase in rents. Interest rates are likely to flatten off and 
and stabilise, may even see some declines before the end of the year if, if the economy does need it, need lifting up again, boosting. So growth will likely come, but it comes whenever it does. And if you've got that long-term focus, you don't care too much whether it's this year, whether it's next year, whether it's the year after, but you're more looking at what what is it going to do over the next 10 years and it's likely to be very different than the last 10. So however, if you own the wrong sort of property or even a good property that's holding you back from either upgrading your family home or getting into a better quality asset or perhaps paying down debt, or making that transition to the retirement phase or income phase, as I spoke about in the last episode, then you need to consider whether selling now is the right move because it might make more sense to put that money into different assets or into your own home and clear the debt and do that when you know you can. So it's always far better to sell when it's a seller's market and you need to consider the opportunity cost waiting with each of these different scenarios too so what does waiting what does that mean what does opportunity cost mean i want to break it down if if you're in a few different situations so imagine you're trying to upgrade what sort of price will your dream home be worth in another one two years if you did wait you're waiting for your current property or your investments to be high enough but what's going to happen to your home in the meantime too and when you're upgrading it's more likely that that better property is going to do better than holding out on your current one. So if you can make the upgrade and make the move, I'd be inclined to make it sooner when you're still in a seller's market and you know that you can do your changeover. So how much as well may a better quality property grow to in the meantime if you wait? So yeah, you say, oh, look, when my apartment gets high enough in price, I'll sell it eventually and get into a better asset but what is the that better asset going to do in the meantime so again if you can make the move and you can do the changeover i'd be inclined to do it now in a seller's market so other question is the headache or stress that you may be experiencing on a particular property worth waiting for as well so there's been times when i've sold that dog that's in my property portfolio just so I can get it off my plate and get a clear headspace again. And I just, you know, after you have two, three tenants that go bad, you have to look at, is it a bad property that's attracting these types of tenants? Or it could be, you need to change your property manager and look at that before you look at selling. So selling a property or not is not always a simple decision until sometimes it is when all those things line up, when you get clarity, then it can be a simple decision. So even if you plan to hold forever, please do me a huge favor. Don't go signing a tenancy on an investment property for renewal for any longer than a 12-month period because situations change. And if you decide to sell, we really need to have the option of selling to home buyers. And a lease that's longer than 12 months means that we could have to really wait a long time to be closer to the end of the lease in order to be able to sell to home buyers because regardless of a sale, a tenancy stands. And while we can try to get the tenants to agree to break lease, most tenants that I'm speaking to at the moment won't agree even if we throw decent compensation at them because the rental market is so hard and they can't find another place without extreme difficulty. So even if you're renting long-term, 
10, 12 months at a time. You never know what can change in your situation. And I'm just speaking to way too many owners that haven't thought about this despite repeated warnings. And it really pains me when we can't get that best result for them because we can only sell to investors. So if unsure and you're on the fence about selling, speak to me because there might be a number of other options we can look at, such as extending your lease on your investment property six months at a time. That might be appropriate because it's really hard to see a year ahead at the moment. A lot can change in a year, but in six months, not as much can change. We can reassess again closer to the time and we just don't want to be fixed in for too long. So chat with me about your specific situation. We can look at whether that's applicable. It's also worth considering your stage of life. So if you're looking to retire and imagine if the market took an unexpected dive. Now, I think this is unlikely, but on the back of interest rate rises and a slowing global economy, who knows what may or may not happen with the war in Ukraine still still going and could it spill over into other things. The need for our resources is likely to continue strong, but it could drop. Do you have the time to wait? And can you still retire in comfort if the price does drop by 10% again? So for a lot of clients that are at this sort of retirement, transitioning to retirement stage who have had a who have got a shorter term horizon, it really makes sense to consider selling when the price enables them to do it and not hang on to get the very last drop and risk that setback. Even when the chance is unlikely, you have to be more risk adverse when you're at that stage. So get in touch if you want an updated appraisal. It's worth uh, also looking to use your equity to get into other properties now because there is still going to be more growth ahead more than likely. But again, consider the opportunity cost of holding that property and what stage you're at in your phases. And if you're nearing that retirement stage, consider whether you need to sell to make that happen. And get in touch if you do want an updated appraisal and to talk strategically about your specific situation. People probably don't realize, but I'm not like a normal real estate agent that only sells in one or two suburbs. My office is based in Perth, so in the center of everything, and I sell predominantly through relationships. So over the years, I've sold for some people eight, nine times as they've upgraded their homes, sold their investments, done little projects. I love maintaining that relationship over now 15 years rather than just being transactional like a local agent is where they sell for someone, never see them again, don't really care about their situation and and helping them improve their life over time. And I really love sharing the journey and really getting to know you along the way and getting as much for you as possible in price and doing it without stress so that you can have one trusted agent that you work with over time. That's why I'm a bit different. So thanks for listening and hopefully that's given you some food for thought on some reasons to sell in 2023 or not. Just a reminder, the information discussed in this podcast is general in nature. As we don't know your specific situation, you should always seek professional advice before taking any action. For free market reports on your suburbs of interest and other helpful resources to grow your wealth, make sure you join my property investor update at investorsedge.com.
com.au/join. And finally, make sure you're a member of our Perth Property Investment Facebook group to be part of the conversation with other like-minded investors, get help to your questions, and get a feel for what's going on out there in the market. I'll see you in the group. Thank you.